leave this call. No. If, what do you mean it's C? No. What do you mean? I just, I don't know. It's you're, not, it's you're not rank, my favorite. You're ranking Polar Express over Lampoons. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes, I am. Ladies and gentlemen, this is episode number five. One, two, three, four, five. <laughs> it's a Scotian mix. <laughs> Come on, let's ride. What? <laughs> number five. A plus, Gabby, A plus. Uh, <laughs> hey guys, welcome to Hello. episode five. Discussion <laughs> mix. Clearly, one of us is more awake than the other. <laughs> this is the first episode that we're recording. That's re- that we're recording in the morning. You can tell I love that. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> I had to go work. <laughs> oh, it's- I have appointments in the afternoon and evening too. It was best for me, but man, I. I didn't even have a coffee. Oh my. My alarm was set for eight. Then I laid in bed for 20 minutes. And then I literally just stood in my kitchen for an additional 20 minutes, deciding what I was going to have for breakfast. And then by the time I made the breakfast and came up here, it was like nine o'clock. So I'm still in my pajamas. I didn't even brush my teeth. Uh-huh. Uh, my hair's a mess. Here I am. Just woke up and ready to go. Same. Yeah, but but we did come prepared, regardless of how tired we are. We got some good stuffs. We, we got do. some good stuff. Christmas is coming around, you know. Only got Christmas. Y'all only got a couple more days to get your shopping together. Get it together. Come on. And we got some movies. We do. We got whopping ten movies. That we are going to be ranking in a tier list. So for those that don't know how this is going to work, we have one, two, three, four, five, six. We'll have six rankings. So it'll go S, A, B, C, D, and F. So S is like, this is like the greatest movie of all time. F is like, this is the hottest doo-doo piece of garbage imaginable. And each of us individually are going to take these 10 Christmas movies and we're going to put them in our own individual ranking. Uh-huh. And then we're going to post it on social media. And then you guys are going to tell us individually how correct and how wrong we are. And it's going to yeah. be great. Don't come after me, guys, because I don't watch a whole lot of movies. But these movies oh. I have watched. No, no, so I'm- no. Please, please come after Sarah because she didn't know what the bloody frick the Charlie Brown Christmas movie was. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, Sarah. Yeah. <laughs> For those who don't know me, my attention span is like, boop, um, I'm on to something next. So like, I have like a 30 second attention span. Sarah, the Charlie Brown movie's like 30, 40 minutes long. These other ones are like an hour and a half. <laughs> okay. What do you mean? It's Charlie Brown. Whatever, so there's no Charlie Brown Christmas, even though for me personally, that would have been an A tier, that's fine. But I do have 10 baller movies, and we're going to start it off with the Polar Express. How are you guys ranking the Polar Express? Uh, What's the ranking again? So we go S being the greatest of all time, then we have A, B, C, D, 
And then we have F. F is the god awful worst. I'm gonna have a Polar Express, probably D. No. People are gonna spicy about that. I'm definitely gonna say it's a B. A B? I'm yeah. going. I'm going like C. It's a fine movie. There's been a, quite a few Christmases I don't watch it, but the animation just looks freaky. Yes. The animation freaks me out. Yes. But like Tom Hanks, so I don't know. Yeah. Oh, he's in it. Yeah, he's the conductor. Oh, okay. <laughs> and he sings the baller hot chocolate song, and it's great. Okay. Yeah, but the animation freaky. And the kid's kind of annoying. Yeah. I was just going to say, the only thing, the reason why I put it B is because my uncle and I usually watch it every Christmas. And it's like a tradition. And I I love it, honestly. Aw. If, if I'm not feeling like Home Alone or like Elf or whatever, I'll just put on Charlie Brown or Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Yeah. And they're like stop, 30 stop minutes. Stop listing so. all the movies, Brian. You're spoiling Spoiler. it. Oh, my God. Spoiler. Oh. It's why we can't take you anywhere. God. Ah. Ruin everything. Up okay, next. I'm sleeping. I'm just joking. Before, before Brian spoils all these movies, I guess we gotta move on to the next one because she's spoiling all of them. But up next, hmm. we have National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. This is S. That is an S tier. We watch it every Christmas Eve since really? I was a kid. Every single Christmas Eve. This movie is so quotable and so funny. I love this movie. It was on CBC the other day when me and my brother watched it. I think it's going to be my A. It'll be A? I can accept A. Yeah. Mm, for me, it's going to be C. Get out. Get out. Leave, hey, leave, leave, leave this call immediately, Brianne Cummings. No. Leave this call. No. What do you mean it's C? No. What do you mean? I just, I don't know. It's you're, not, it's you're not rank, my favorite. You're ranking Polar Express over Lampoons. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes, I am. No, 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 Brienne. You got the great aunt. You got Cousin Eddie. You yeah. got the, the whole, that whole family, the doggo. You got Clark mm-hmm. Griswold. Mm-hmm. And you're putting it at... No. No. That's a, that's, a, that's a bad answer. Bad. Shame on you. Up next, the Jim Carrey Grinch. That's definitely A. That's my S. <laughs> that, that, those are some good opinions. I'm also putting it at A because it's not quite Lampoon's, but it's a good movie. Christmas with the Cranks. That's my C. I'm gonna say D. I'm not really a fan of it, honestly. I might have seen this like twice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I the, this is probably the one I'm the most indifferent to. It's uh-huh. it's probably C or D, maybe D. I don't care. Yeah. Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. Uh, B. <laughs> Dare I say F? Why? I, I was gonna say S. F. No. Freaking terrifying. I've, I mean, I've yes. had a genuine fear of claymation. I watched Wallace and Gromit once, and then I had genuine nightmares about claymation since my young in childhood life. I can't stand claymation. I can't stand that abominable snowman. That True. elf guy is annoying. Sugar honey iced tea. No, I can't. F. Brian, go. So, me and my sister actually watched that 
a couple days ago and my sister was just like sitting there and she's like Santa is so mean I feel so bad for Rudolph like why are you so mean she was so into it but I'm like I I love it and I can see that you know you ranked it the way you did because it's kind of creepy yes I will give it that I, I can't explain it because honestly, Nightmare Before Christmas is one of my favorite Halloween movies. So explain that. Explain why that, I think, I think that one's meant to be scary. So like, that's fine. Yeah. But uh, that elf dude's just so annoying. And the, and the abominable snowman freaks me out. And yeah, Santa's a jerk. That's not yeah. very nice, Santa. God, don't be Do mean better. To Do better. Do home, better. Home Alone. The first Home Alone. <sighs> I only have F left, so... Oh, you don't have to, like, make sure each oh, one, like, you can put them at whatever. Oh, God, okay. Yeah. I've done this before. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, yeah, you can put it at whichever. Whatever you feel oh. is right. A? No. What? <laughs> no. I thought you said A. <laughs> C. <laughs> okay, okay, Brian. I'm gonna give it a B because, yeah, I like it. It's a classic. But I feel like sometimes, like, I watch it too much during the holiday season, and then I'm just over it. Yeah. I'm going to put it at B, mm-hmm. and I'm going to explain my answer later. Okay. I'm going to explain oh. why. I promise. Brienne, okay. don't, you, don't you spoil it. I swear. I will. I swear to God, don't do it. The classic cartoon 1966, I think it was when it was released, Crunch. Yeah. I think that's a D. I was kind of feeling D too. Yeah, I'm such a big fan of like the Jim Carrey version that the cartoon one is just like eh. It's, eh. it's cute. Like I don't have anything against it. It's just I haven't seen it in a long time. I'm gonna say C. Yeah. Yeah, it's well, down there. Home Alone Two, Lost in New York. A. I'm giving that an S because I like it better. That is correct. A. Mm-hmm. I'm just not a big fan of the Home Alone movies, so I think it's kind of D. Yeah. Sarah? Yes. Get your hamburger-looking ass. Get your hamburger-looking ass out of here. Get get out of here. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> I'm going. Hi. Hasta la vista. <laughs> Muppet Christmas Carol. Oh. Um... I watch this every year with my uncle, so... It's a good one. It is a pretty good one. I'd say B. Yeah, it's my B. Yeah, I'm going B, too, because I like it. I can't give it more than B. We finally all matched. (laughs) It only took to, like, the second last movie. That's fine. (laughs) We finally matched. And then last, but certainly not least, Elf. Hmm. Elf is my S. Elf is, like, S. Yeah. Every time. S as well. I'm only saying A because there is a couple jokes that are overdone. Yeah. But there are Mm. some jokes that hit. Yes. Will Ferrell. Me and Will Ferrell share a birthday, so, like, that's kind of cool. I have to give him, like, pity points for that. But very good movie. Very good. He gave it his all. Well done, Will Ferrell. It's funny because in grade five, my class did Elf as like a project. So like we actually like made the movie. Um, and you I was made just, the movie. Yes. <laughs> literally went outside and like filmed all like the stuff in the snow, came in the school, did all like the little sets and everything. 
Now, yeah. why wasn't this shown to us during um, our time at NSCC? <laughs> why? Why didn't Kara get to see this? Come on, because Sarah. Why didn't, why didn't you show Patrick? Was it part of your application into the program? Not to yes. brag. Not to brag. We, we made Elf. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> I, I I am Will, Will Ferrell. I'm kind of a big deal. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back after these few messages. Do you like stabbing the stand with a hunting knife while side eyeing the wife of your stocky? Do you like sabotaging water slides to avenge your son? Have you or any of your coworkers incited criminal arson upon your person? Are you torn between two worlds, e.g., the life of a lawyer and that of a lifeguard? Then we implore you to listen to these curated clips. Take her under your wing. Guide her. Show her the way. See, the great lady's always been my mistress. Trevor Cole, shark fighter and virgin converter. Hey, you'll pass up one victim for another one. Not in my water or anywhere. You got that? Craig, why are you doing this to me? Damn it, now stop it. The poem? Tell me the poem. Like what? Like a power ski, man. If any of this or that was appealing to you, then you might be Baywatched. Coming September 25th to the Vox Crow Network. Time to get back to whatever we were talking about. Up next, I got some Christmas-themed Am I the Arsehole stories. Because <laughs> people suck this time of year. People, people are the worst. I had a shift yesterday, and I'm not going to explain where I work at because I want to roast these Karens so bad, so I'm not going to spill where it is that I work. But this was the first shift that I had in a while where I wasn't just like there after clothes and stocking. I had to people yesterday. And you people suck. <laughs> you people that come into my store are so rude. <laughs> no, I swear. I literally had a lady scream at me and she, she looked like she was in her 50s and I had to hit her with the... Go to timeout and come back to me when you're behaved. And she, you she, did not. Because I was just like, I'm not going to help you. She ran out my store and then I went to do something else. I turn around. She's standing behind me and dead ass hits me with the, I'm really sorry for how I behaved earlier. <laughs> can you, can you please help me find what it is I was looking for? <laughs> I swear, I will go more into detail on that story after the recording, but that is, like, I swear that is what happened. She's like, I'm really sorry for throwing a tantrum even though I'm a working adult in this society. Um, can you please help me find some stuff? <laughs> oh, my. No, I have a story, too, because I've been working a lot lately, mm -hmm. and I didn't realize how stupid people are. So for backstory, for people that don't know me, I work at a very discounted gym in Bedford. And this lady came up to me. I was working like 7 a.m. last week. She came up to me. She goes, this is my first day here, and I have a complaint. And I'm like, oh, God. Congrats. Was the first day. I was like, yeah. And she goes, everything is broken. Like that machine's been broken for a week. And I go, isn't it your first day? I was just about to say that. <laughs> I was like, wasn't it? Isn't it your first day? How do you know it's been broken for a week? She goes, well, can you get someone to fix it? And I was like, no, no, no. Backstory. 
it's your first day. How do you know it's been broken for a week? She goes, I just, it looks like it's been broken for a week. Okay. Okay. And I'm like, someone will be in to fix it. It's fine. I wish I could do that to people. <laughs> you, you look like you've just been broken for a long time. <laughs> yes. I was so confused. My manager came in at nine. I was like, I just had this thing happen. She goes, what? 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 I was like, I know. Oh my god. Yeah. Yesterday, I had to people for four hours yesterday. And then I had to stock. And people socked. You people need to be nicer to retail workers. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. But these people are also assholes and possibly not assholes. We're going to find out. I'm going to read these stories. All right. Are you guys ready? The first one is titled, Am I the Arsehole for Calling My Wife Unreasonable for Backing Out of Spending Christmas with My Family After My Mother Rejected Her Cookie Sample? What? Mm-hmm. For context, for every holiday, my mother would ask the women in the family to send samples, in quotations, of the desserts they planned to bring to the celebration for testing and to see if these desserts could make it to the food menu. My wife has been complaining about my mother deliberately rejecting every dessert sample she sent. So many times, my mother has told her that she's been honest and keeping the guests' best interest at heart. Yet my wife still thought that my mother was deliberately excluding her since two of her dessert samples were rejected before. So that's the context. For this year's Uh Christmas, my mother is doing the same thing, but this time she told every woman who are participating to make a cookie sample and send it to her for testing. My wife took it as a challenge. And to be honest, she worked really hard to make a good sample and send it to my mother days ago. And the results just came in yesterday. I came home from work and found my wife upset. I asked what's wrong, and she told me that my mother rejected the sample she sent and decided to exclude her baking from the food list slash menu for Christmas this year. I didn't know what to say, but she then told me she was backing out of the invitation to attend Christmas with my family. I was stunned when I heard her make this statement. I tried to talk to her, but she said it was done. I called her unreasonable to decide to bail on the whole family over some cookie sample. That's just freaking crazy and quite unreasonable. We had a full-on argument about it, and she stated that my mother caused this, but I told her that my mother is pretty serious and careful about the food she offers to the guests, since we are going to have relatives coming from all sides of the country. She told me to stop mentioning it. Later, I heard her cry despite telling her that her baking is amazing and people have preferences. That's all. Am I the asshole for insisting that her decision was unreasonable? And there is some info. If you're asking whose cookie sample made it to the menu, the answer is my sister and my two cousins. And there are a few more things to put on here. One, my wife wasn't the only one whose sample was rejected. We have sister-in-laws and my younger sisters. My mother did not force anyone to participate. It was up to whoever wanted to take part. And three, this is just about the dessert, since my mother tends to be very careful in this category, but for other types of foods, dishes, appetizers, salads, and stuff like that, is welcomed, as she stated. What are y'all thoughts? I mean, I get where, 
word that the wife is coming from. Like, you're trying to, like, make something that the mother-in-law, like, approves. And each time you try, like, it always been, like, shot down. Like, yeah, that sucks. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. A little, little sus that it was all the in-laws, I'm just saying, that uh, yeah. didn't make the cut. A little suspicious. Oh. Yeah. So, the lady was decided to be the arse, or the guy decided that he was the arsehole. One of the replies said, so correct me if I'm wrong, but for years and years, your mother has demanded that all the women, in brackets, why not men too, in your family, send in samples. For years and years, your wife has tried her hardest to appease your mother, has pushed herself to the limit, and has been left completely and utterly demoralized each and every time by a humiliating tradition enforced by the holiday tyrant. And even worse... Her shame was publicly put on display each and every year as other family members would no doubt notice that once again, her food was not chosen. Dude, come on. You know, you the arsehole. Yeah. Yeah. My thing is like... Why are we just sending samples of cookies and stuff? Just assign people certain foods and then they'll bring it. And then boom, you have food from everyone. And if you don't like it, you don't have to eat it. Yeah. That's what I best. best. I find like, I find the dessert thing weird too. Like for meal, like like the big turkey dinner, I found everyone at least in my family, everyone got designed. Like okay, like you're you're doing the stuffing, you're doing the yeah. mashed potatoes, like that. When it came to dessert, it was just a hodgepodge. Like people just brought a dessert. Like we had like fifty plus desserts. <laughs> like yeah, I don't know. So that comment got ninety one thousand upvotes. And then Reply 2 said, Thanks, this summarizes it. Even before recent events, OP was the a-hole by not objecting to the holiday tyrant and by just accepting his mom's assumption only women would cook. You the arsehole. And that had 19,000 upvotes as well. Mm-hmm. So yeah, this guy just stinks. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't be attending that. Nope. So, story number two. Am I the arsehole for refusing to adhere to my sister-in-law's Christmas gift list? So for Christmas, my, 30 female, husband, 30 male, and I are hosting my parents, my brother Chris, his wife Amy, their two sons that are six and four, my sister Lucia, and her boyfriend Alex. The background to all this is that Amy complains about every gift she is given by any of us. Every Christmas, she makes faces and snide remarks about the things she's gifted. For example, last year, me and my husband gifted Amy and Chris a joint present of an expensive coffee maker, which is the same one we have at home that Chris loved when they visited. Amy's only remark, not even a thank you, was... Oh, well, this isn't really for me, is it? And then to make a great show of being annoyed that she didn't get a separate gift. A few days ago, Amy included the whole family on a group email with a Christmas list for her and the kids, saying that she would only accept gifts from this list. On her list was expensive perfumes, links to expensive clothing items, and designer handbags. I was livid. My parents were offended as well, but didn't want to say anything to Amy. But I wasn't going to hold back in the face of what I felt was grossly entitled behavior. 
I replied to Amy's email saying I wouldn't be purchasing anything on that list and that if she wanted to shop for a Louis Vuitton wallet, I was happy to put her in touch with my saleswoman. I also said that if she didn't like what she received for Christmas, she was welcome to just leave it at my house. Chris blew up at me, saying Amy was just trying to make everything easier for everyone by giving suggestions. I disagree and told him I think Amy was just trying to find a sneaky way to get a few things she normally can't afford for free, which in my opinion is not in the spirit of Christmas, and I think she's being extremely childish. My parents think I shouldn't have said anything, but Lucia says I absolutely should have because she wasn't going to be spending hundreds on Amy's Christmas list either. Was I the arsehole for not going along with it? And there was an edit. One, for everyone asking, yes, Amy drinks coffee and uses the coffee machine. And two, no, she and Chris do not gift anyone anything of their value of the items on her list. Chris does the Christmas shopping and our family is big on adult gifting. We buy big things for the kids, but we tend to get each other things like Christmas hampers, jumpers, and I bought my mom a teapot one year. Things like that. Certainly nothing in the price range Amy put on her list. Not the asshole. Yeah, no. Because really, like, I, for example, like, I put stuff on my Christmas list, but I'm not expecting them to get it. And it's not like out of this, let's say, like I say, podcast gear. I'm just, I'm not, I'm not like going to be mad if they don't get it for me. Cause I know times are tough right now, especially, you know, with COVID and like price of gas and whatever. So I'm just like, you know what? I'll put it on my list, but they, they get to pick. And if they don't, I'm not going to scream at them and be like, I hate you. Why didn't you get me this? And I think, too, like, you kind of have to, like, you can't be putting big, expensive things on your Christmas list expecting people to get it for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, you know, like, Daniel asked me what I wanted for Christmas, and I put freaking body wash down. Like, mm-hmm. I was just like, you don't need to spend your money on me. Like, the cheapest stuff, like, I can think of. Like, I'm not going to put on, like, a new car on my Christmas list mm-hmm. because I'm not going to make him pay for that for me. Right. And the thing is, like, too, say you want to save up money for that thing in the future, maybe just, I don't know, a $20 gift card towards the thing that you want. Like, mm-hmm. it's it's on the cheaper thing, and you can just save up gift cards, and then, boom, you have, a, well, maybe not all of the money to buy it, but you do have some money that you can put towards it. Yeah, like, I want a new microphone. This, this microphone's getting really bad, but I'm not expecting someone... Like, cause the one, the one I'm looking at is like a couple hundred dollars. Like I'm not expecting someone to buy that for me. Like I almost cried when Alex got me or or almost got me a $50 massage gun. Like I'm Mm -hmm. not expecting these hundreds of dollars presents. Like that's just super entitled. So yeah. Reddit declared this person, not the asshole. Um, reply number one, not the asshole, but I have to ask what kind of gifts do they give the rest of the family? Does she give dollar store gifts and ask for Louis Vuitton in exchange? I just want to know how much of an a-hole your sister-in-law is. And the OP replied and said, my family isn't big adult gifters. We all normally get each other jumpers or gift sets, a Christmas hamper if it's a joint gift, etc. Some things cost more than others, but I can't imagine any of us giving or receiving a single gift of the value of most of the things on Amy's list. And that Uh got 4,000 upvotes. 
Then reply number two said, not the arsehole. Tell Chris and Amy that since you can't meet their gift expectations, you won't be exchanging gifts with them going forward. Tell them to please not give you any gifts as well because you won't be giving them any. You'll just give gifts to their kids, but you'll be choosing gifts that are within your budget. And they had 3,000 upvotes. Couldn't agree more. Yeah, exactly. Story number three. Am I the arsehole for ruining Christmas by not taking kindly to my brother-in-law's joke? (sighs) My brother-in-law's front porch is poorly made and not to code. He's been replacing pieces of it for years. A rotted board here, a handrail there. Yesterday, I dropped off a package at their house while they were out. On my way down, I went through one of the stairs. Basically, the end of the board was rotted out and it no longer had any support on one side. So it basically just turned into a seesaw. My left leg went straight down and hit the ground, so I was kind of trapped in a weird position as I tumbled forward. I scraped up my leg with some decent gouges from the splintered wood. Wood? <laughs> splintered wood. Big <laughs> summer blowout. <laughs> from the splintered wood. <laughs> The end result is that my leg was cut and bleeding. My pants were torn and I strained something in my upper back and shoulder. Not life-threatening, to be sure. I sent them a text when it happened. An hour or two later, I get a text that he and my sister-in-law couldn't stop laughing when they checked their doorbell camera. I responded that it wouldn't have been as funny if it was either of their elderly parents, one of their kids, or any of the delivery people who bring stuff to their home-based business. At no point did he apologize or offer to pay for my pants. I did get a you okay text with the emoji with a head bandage. Today I get a how are you feeling text. I said little sore, but nothing that would stop me from helping you tear down that porch and rebuilding it safely. You know, with proper stringers, risers, and treads. His response, I'll be replacing the board today. Expect a bill in your mailbox. Lumber ain't cheap. My oh, res- no. Oh, <laughs> my response was good. When you stop by, bring your insurance info so I can make a claim. Later today, my wife gets a call from her brother asking if I was actually going to file a lawsuit or insurance claim and how he let his homeowner's insurance lapse because money was tight. When my wife told him that we weren't actually going to file a lawsuit, he got even more mad because he was in quote, really stressed out for a couple of hours and how he doesn't want us to come by on Christmas because we might stub our toe and sue. Wife wants me to attempt to mend fences so as not to ruin Christmas. I suggested that she and I talk about it on Wednesday so we can get some perspective. Am I the arsehole? What was all that? (laughs) (laughs) What even was that? I would hate if someone laughed at me like like they watched the ring camera and then they laughed. But like, what if it was you? You wouldn't be laughing. I think it just depends on the person. Like, yeah. depends on the relationship you have with the person, like whether or not you can and can't. And also depends on how serious the injury is, I guess. Like, if yeah. I like, slipped on a banana peel and like landed on their butt, like obviously I'm going to laugh. 
Because, like, that's funny. They fell, and that's funny. But, like, if they fell, cracked their head, and there's blood all over the ground... You ain't laughing. Then that's not funny. Like, no. And also, that's like me and Alex have known each other for a long time and we're close. And so, like, it's like appropriate to laugh to an extent. But, like, with your in laws, I don't know. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta yeah. be a little, little careful with, with those kind of relationships, you know? I don't know. But, like, seriously, go fix your porch. <laughs> <laughs> Just go fix it. Right now. <laughs> do yeah, it. Like, Nike, just do it. Were you saying something, Sarah? I feel like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. So I'll have to sleep here, guys. It's fine. <laughs> so Reddit declared this person not the asshole. One reply said, he's real stressed out for a couple of hours. Well, you're in pain for your injury for a lot longer than a couple of hours. And he had the audacity to threaten to bill you for it. Not the arsehole. But even saying not the arsehole, it's probably not worth fighting over, provided he drops it. If he starts spreading the hilarious video far and wide, I'd make him suffer, though. Yeah. And that mm, got 8,000 yeah. upvotes. And then another replier said, not the arsehole. This went either one of two ways. One, he knew his joke was inappropriate and therefore got nervous when you mentioned the lawsuit. And two, he thought you were serious because it was the sort of I'm joking, but I'm really not sort of thing with the bill comment. In either way, he's the arsehole. He ruined Christmas and you're right. It would have been a lot less funny if Grandma broke a hip and had to go stay in the hospital. And that got 2,000 upvotes. Yeah, I agree. My final story. Am I the arsehole for not serving a ham on Christmas? Nope, you're not the asshole. Oh. <laughs> Well, let, let, let's, let's, let's listen. Let's listen, Sarah. Listen I'm sorry. Jeez. I'll start this off by saying, I'm a born and raised vegetarian. I've never eaten meat, let alone learned to prepare it. My husband and I are newly married and recently bought our first apartment. It's small, but it's ours. And it's across the road from his place of work, which was a bonus since he is often on call. Per his family tradition, the most recently wed couple hosts Christmas dinner. I initially tried to offer it to my sister-in-law, as she has wanted to host the year previously, but brother-in-law married two months after her before Christmas, so she never got the opportunity. Additionally, we are a vegetarian home, and our one-bedroom apartment isn't ideal for hosting. While my sister-in-law was thrilled, the rest of the family insisted that we had to host. I was told that as long as I got food for everyone, that it would be fine. Here's where I might be the arsehole. I misunderstood. I thought this meant as long as I had enough food and made sure to accommodate food allergies, then they would be happy. Christmas Day, my husband had work until 4 p.m., so I was left preparing dinner alone. But I still put together a feast, including a plant-based roast. People started coming over and even commented on how delicious everything smelt. Once my husband arrived, he greeted the family and joined me in the kitchen for finishing touches and taking everything to the table. The family began to gather, and a few people commented on how good everything looked, until father-in-law asked, where's the ham? 
My husband explained that I wasn't comfortable making meat, especially ham, since undercooked pork can be especially dangerous. And then instead, we had a plant-based roast alternative. And father-in-law proceeded to make remarks about how they drove an hour for plants. After even the people who made positive comments changed their tune, talking about how it was missing something, etc. At one point, mother-in-law said that she wished they had sister-in-law host. My husband snapped and told them to stop disrespecting the meal and myself since I worked hard on it. Mother-in-law argued back that I disrespected them by not respecting their dietary choices and that she believed she was clear when she told me to prepare food for everyone. My husband told her that if she was going to continue to be disrespectful that she could leave. Shortly after everyone left, but my husband has been getting texts since about how my selfishness ruined Christmas, possibly the last father-in-law would be around for. I feel horrible that he's in the middle of all of this. This was my mistake, but at the same time, I was clear we are vegetarian and that I didn't even want to host. I guess I'm looking for an outside perspective. Am I the arsehole? No. No. There's a couple little edits as well. For the people asking if his family was aware, we just had a fully vegetarian catered wedding four months ago. So yes, and edit two, I'm French Canadian and ham wasn't the best translation. A better translation is cottage roll, which is fully raw in store. Cool beans. But if you're cooking the meal, unless they want to bring a ham, why, why didn't they just bring their own ham? Exactly. <laughs> you wanted them to host, so why are you telling them what they have to make? And they were told that it was a vegetarian, plant-based household, so tough titties. That, that's just, and honestly, plant-based food is freaking awesome. Black bean burgers are like the best thing ever. Yes, and I, I've had numerous freaking meals. Like my aunt, she lives in Ontario, and she's vegan. So she sent a couple vegan meals to my mom, and my mom has prepared them. And every single one has been amazing. It's like, you don't need meat to have a, a, a good meal. It's like, how about yeah. you just get your family or your in-laws, I guess, to just not be rude. But big shout out to the husband for standing up for his honey. We love when that happens. Big mm -hmm. shout out. There was also mm -hmm. an update. A little, little uppy-datey. <laughs> Brother-in-law apparently frequents Reddit quite a bit and found this post, sharing it with my other in-laws. They read it over as well, and many of the replies, and called me directly. In brackets, all calls and texts up to this point had been to the husband. And the in-laws actually apologized. I'm still in shock. They want to meet somewhere, even suggested that I could pick a vegetarian restaurant and have a talk and extend their apology in person. I'd be lying if I didn't admit that my guard is up, but I'm doing my best to be positive and go into this with an optimistic attitude. Thank you to everyone who left kind words. I was sobbing as I made the original post, and the reassurance meant the world to me. Merry Christmas to all who celebrate, and I hope you all enjoy the rest of the holidays. I mean, good on them for apologizing and, like, making it right and stuff. And hopefully they can move on from now. And I don't know. Mm -hmm. If you want a ham, but you know that they're not going to bring it, just cook one. 
and bring it to the the supper or i don't know yeah just just you didn't want vegetarian options give it to the freaking sister-in-law like yeah exactly i told you multiple times you're plant-based and you're like here here you go take it take the dinner it's just why why wouldn't you think about that like if they had a wedding and the meal was vegetarian and you know the the wife is a vegetarian why would you why would you just assume she was gonna make i don't know like I just I never assume things. Just right. like if you like ask beforehand. Like, yo, are you making a ham? Is it okay if we brought a ham that we have prepared for us? And then all of this would have been resolved. But no. The father in law had to go to the house and throw a tantrum. I love that. <laughs> I love your song. Like, first the uh, Mambo number five, and then now you're pulling out this random song. The father-in-law, do a tantrum. <laughs> because apparently he's five. <laughs> because he didn't get his hand. Uh-uh. <laughs> I drop. Rapper Gabby or Fair <laughs> Gabby is out. Little Gabby. <laughs> Little Gabby on the Little track. <laughs> Um, so when can, when can I get your songs on <laughs> iTunes? I download it. Um, New Year's resolution. That's, that's my goal is I'm, I'm going to make a rap album. It's going to be awesome. There it is. Gang gang. We will be right back after these messages. Hi, I'm Michelle McIntyre, owner and co-founder of Ignite Fusion Fitness. I wanted to create this podcast so that everyone could unlock their inner fit bitch. It's time that we broke out of those misconceptions and those chains that get put on us in life and know that movement and being fit is a gift that we give ourselves. You deserve the best version of your body possible, whatever that is to you. I've taught fitness for over 30 years. That moment when my client does the thing they thought they would never be able to do. Whether it's that first push up, that first pull up, that first turn, that first invert, that light, that spark in their eyes, then they look at you and you look at them and you go, yeah, it's all right. It's okay to be proud of yourself. Yes, you did that. And that moment is a gift to you. And it is a gift to me to see. It is the reason why I love what I do. I hope this ignites that inner fit bitch so that you get started, you break out of your fears, that you start moving, that you start taking a new class. Get out there and start being brave. And maybe that's it. Maybe this helps switch that on button for you from being afraid to try something new to flick. Fuck yes, I am going to try something new. Join me on January 9th for You Can Be a Fit Bitch 2, available wherever you get your podcasts. All right, that's enough. Time to get back to the Scotian mix. So, 2024 is around the corner. That's (laughs) That's weird. (laughs) That's suspicious. That's weird. That's weird. (laughs) (laughs) I love this. We, we should never record in the morning ever again. No. <laughs> but twenty twenty intended for new. No, no. But uh twenty twenty four is around the bend. I don't know. How how did you guys find this year? 
Did you guys have a good year? I did. I yeah. Think. I graduated, I mean. We all graduated. Yeah, well, did, yeah. That's at least one good thing. That's good. I feel like it... Uh, sorry. Sorry, I felt... I said I, uh, I felt like everything else just sucked. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I felt like there was a lot of up and downs to the year, but most of them were good. See, it was very just... Me, personally, just split right right down the center it was like the first half of the year you know it was pretty good pretty good not great had some bumpies pretty good second half i love your sound effects doggy poo poo um but i got i definitely in 2024 need to work a lot on the on the mental health i think <laughs> i think 2024 is gonna be the year about me It's going to be the year about working on myself. It's going to be the year on continuing a good, healthy relationship with my dear partner, Alex, with a good relationship with my fam. Yeah. Just going to be good, positive, you know. Hopefully we continue this podcast. We keep it growing. You listeners keep telling the people about us and we get more. We, We grow a community, hopefully, you know. I want this. I want this to move forward. And, uh, yeah. Do you guys, do you guys have some New Year's resolutions? I have a few. Um, the basic, like, every year, I want to work out more. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I also told myself, I'm, like, if we walk by Sephora, I go in there and I spend, like, $300. So one of my New Year's resolutions is to not buy any more skincare or makeup until I use what I have. Mm. And I'm looking at it right now and I have a crap ton of it, so I might not even get to Sephora in 2024, so we'll see. You got that much makeup? (laughs) Yeah. Holy guacamole. Which is weird because I don't wear it very often. But like I'll see like something on TikTok. I'm like, oh, I need it. So I go buy it. I love that. <laughs> it's been in like yeah. the past like month. I've been trying to get back into the makeup thing. Don't don't yeah. don't don't even talk about Pizza Delight last month and how <laughs> and how that went down. Oh. <laughs> that that was like the first time I did makeup in years. Like I, I used to wear makeup religiously in high school and then I just stopped. And yeah. Get back into it because it's it's good for the self esteem. Like I'm just like mm, I look I look fly, you know. If I yeah. Have makeup all done, did like I feel good. So I'm trying to get back into it, but I'm doing yeah. better. I'm, I'm buying that- proper things, Sarah. I'm not using eyeshadow <laughs> as blush anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so proud of you. I'm doing PTSD. it. <laughs> like I have PTSD from Brian's bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> Sitting there watching. <laughs> yeah, that, that was. That was something. something. Oh, gosh. Do you have any other resolutions, Sarah? No, go ahead. So, uh, I was going to pack more lunches and eat less pizza. Mm. (laughs) Yeah. That's a good one. Um, As of mine, I don't know. They're the same every year. Like, just be more, like, healthier. Not having takeout a lot. I want to try new foods. I don't want to stick to the main four food groups that I have or the more. I'm so proud of you. Yeah. So I Brian, mean, so Brian's going to have the other refresher at Starbucks now instead of strawberry cooking. <laughs> yeah. And that's another update. Uh, I probably will have a new refresher going into 2024. Oh. So, yay. 
Um, but yeah, just being more healthy and watching what I eat and stuff because the past few months, everything I eat, my stomach is like, <laughs> no. So I, I need to be healthier. And I think 2024 is my year. And hopefully along with Gabby, I hope this podcast goes into the new year and we grow more and, you know, we be best friends forever. Besties. We're Linda and Heather, best friends. Only the real ones know. Oh man, the the, the trends in in twenty twenty three were pretty pretty good though. They were, they were. But yeah, this is it. This is what? us. This is this is we. This is this is Go the mix. This is <laughs> this is the moment. This is our episode. Tada! Yeah, it is, uh, it's almost Christmas time, baby. Tada! Thank you this for listening. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Love y'all. Yeah. Please uh, please follow us on the Facebooks and the Instagrams. And we never got... <laughs> Jesus Christ, Sarah. God. I'm, I'm, I'm in the middle of our outro. That's rude. I'm sorry. I'm trying to move. You know, you know go into timeout. Go and come back when your behavior is better. <laughs> 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 please, please follow us. Bye bye, bye Facebook, Instagram. One of these days, we're gonna get our sugar honey iced tea together and put a new TikTok together. When that time comes, go follow us on TikTok. Yeah, we'll check let us, you know. Check us out on all of the streaming platforms. If you're on Spotify, go to Apple. If you're on Apple, go to Spotify. If you're on Audible, go to Spotify. If you're on Google Podcasts, go to Apple. <laughs> And uh, make sure you give us like a five star. If you give us anything less than a five star, we're coming to find you. See you later, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.